Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Wednesday, September 16th, 2020. I am Dave Biddle. I am very happy to be joined by the people's champ, Matt Baxendale. Bax, as the great Tom Petty once said, waiting is the hardest part. We're still sitting here. We thought we might have an answer Sunday, Monday, yesterday. Maybe it'll be today. What is your prediction, Bax, not on when it'll happen, but what will the final result be? Will we have Big Ten football beginning October 17th? Just what do you think the final verdict will be here? Yeah, I think that's what everybody seems to believe is going on. I mean, if you, the Nebraska president wasn't just blowing smoke around what he thought was a private conversation, right? Like, this is going to happen. I don't know what the holdup is here, though, from what we've been seeing from some of the reports out there. Um, the, the holdup at this point is becoming mind-bogglingly stupid. This is going to happen, plain and simple. If it didn't happen, it would make everything that's already happened that's been horrific for the perception of the Big Ten ten times worse. Uh, at the end of the day, we're going to have football in October. Everybody's ready to go. It's time. Make the damn announcement. Yeah, hopefully we find out today, and I'm with you. I, I do think um... – all signs are pointing to we will have a season that begins in October. Even Heather Dinich, um, you know, she's getting her information straight from some of the university presidents, I would imagine, maybe the Big Ten office. But Heather Dinich said late last night, quote, it's a matter of when, not if, Big Ten football will happen this fall. Now, she didn't say, you know, when, not if for October 17th. But I'm with you. I feel like um, that's going to be the final result. Now, let's get into why this is taking so long. The Detroit News might have cracked uh, the case on that one. The Detroit News reported yesterday that the Big Ten does not want to accept the rapid tests from the White House. And here's their reasoning, according to the Detroit News' sources. Two reasons. Because, A, they want to keep politics out of this. (laughs) Uh, Good luck with that at this point. And, two, the moral dilemma of taking rapid tests that should be made available to the public. You know, that last one actually makes more sense than the first one. But – Unpack that for me. What do you make of that report that, you know, the Big Ten presidents and chancellors don't want to accept the tests from the White House and, you know, because they don't want to make it political and they feel like these tests should be made available to the public first. What do you make of all of that, Bax? Well, first things first, it's about player safety. I don't care if the tests come from Timbuktu or Mars. Take the tests. Make the players safe. Get the games going. And second, by actively not taking something from the federal government because you quote, don't want to make it political. It sort of confirms a lot of people's belief that this thing has a lot more politics to it from the start that should never have been a part of this decision. At the end of the day, I'm one of the people who thinks that this wasn't a cancellation made in the name of player safety. It was made for some other reason. And I don't know which, which reason, right? But if they're trying to tippy toe around not, so that was the debate on this one was I remember the, you know, that, that, that meme where the superhero doesn't know which button to push because it's two things he can't, he doesn't like. Right. Uh, one of them I saw was, you know, the, the, the question is, is they, what, what's worse for the presidents? You know, the, the pressure they're getting on themselves and in, in standing against it for football or not giving a political win to the White House, because that's what that would be if that happened. I mean, you know the first thing that happens is Trump's going to go across the Midwest talking about how he brought back Big Ten football. We all know this is where that's going on his end. And politically, it's a savvy move. But if you're actively trying to prevent the president um, from the offer that was made after he talked to Kevin Warren from getting a political win because 
you don't want to take the tests, you're making this inherently more political. And you're confirming to a large group of people who already think it's political that that's exactly what you were trying to do from the start. And it brings back the messy question of, was this original cancellation politically motivated? And I know none of us really want to think about politics right now, but we're literally having to deal with politicians to get our football season back. So it's insane if they don't take those tests. I don't care if it's Trump, Bush, Obama, Clinton. Doesn't matter what party you take the tests. And second, this whole moral, you know, oh, those tests should be available to other people, blah, 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 blah. We're taking millions of tests a week in this country. We don't have a lack of testing in America, right? We, 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 could, we, we have the most tests in the world for COVID right now. And this rapid testing stuff is just going to allow guaranteed uncertainty that nobody's on the field with COVID. So it, for a whole season for the Big Ten, how many tests did they get? Need? I, I saw an estimate that said it was about 300,000, right? There's like 150 million of these tests out there. They're going to be coming out. So why wouldn't you take them? You are not preventing somebody from dying, or you're not going to cause someone to die by taking some tests. Uh, to me, there's no good reason not to take these. And if that's really what the Big Ten is delaying, is they're trying to find a way to not accept the White House testing procedures, then shame on them even more than them already shaming them and will continue to shame all these presidents uh, until time immemorial. There's a reason that Michigan's president has a vote of no confidence against them right now. And I don't think he'll be the last one if this drags much longer. And that doesn't even have anything to do with football. Even from the academic side, he has a vote of no confidence. So Mark Schlissel up there doing a fine job at Michigan, sarcasm heavy. All right. You know, I think one thing that's going to help this, you know, for those of us that want football and want to have this, you know, made official soon is we're entering week four of high school football here in Ohio and across other states in the Big Ten. We're entering week three of college football. The NFL played last weekend, went off without a hitch. Now, maybe that's not going to be a huge factor when you add all that up, but that has to help that they're seeing other college football programs play. They're seeing high schools play. Now they're seeing the NFL play. And, yeah, there's going to be things that happen. We're seeing it in baseball. We're even seeing it in college football where they've had to, you know, postpone a few games here and there. But the show must go on. And that's what we're seeing in football Um you know, across all levels. And I think that has to help here. And who, whoever's advocating for football behind the scenes with the Big Ten, I imagine that's a big topic of conversation, Bex. Yeah, and that's the simple answer is they never thought it was going to get to this point. They assumed that in their hubris, they decided that everybody else was just going to follow the glorious and intelligent Big Ten canceling football and that they were trying to estimate that they'd be, unquote, the right side of history, which is just people trying to, again, manage their own perceptions versus anything real. Um, and then the only one that followed them was their doofus little brothers in the Pac-12. And everybody else, <laughs> no, we're not doing that. And it was like Jerry Maguire where nobody was following him, right? Who Nobody was coming with him. And Only, you know, only Renee Zellweger came with him, huh? She's the Pac-12. Yeah, Renee Zellweger's the Pac-12. And, and the little fish, little fish as well, yes. That would be, uh, what, the Mountain West? You know, the stuff nobody cares about that much. <laughs> Like, you know what our biggest loss not having Pac-12 football this year is? Is that I don't have Pac-12 after dark? Which will help me write the bucket of bullets a lot earlier. Because usually whenever we have football, I wait till everything's done so I can touch on everything. So they're going to save me sleep. So the Pac-12 doesn't want to play? Great. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, the Big Ten, they thought that everybody else was going to follow their lead. They thought in their wise intelligence thing that they were going to be able to just 
feed us a turd sandwich and tell us it was a turkey sandwich. And they look like turkeys instead. And everything smells like turds. So, you know, this is one of those examples of it's, it's incredible that the outrage that this decision has, has led to has got us back to the point where we're talking about playing football again. This is also something that I think on a, multi, a number of levels, people are not going to forget. Like, there, Kevin Warren does not have a path forward as a viable Big Ten commissioner in front of any fans ever. Like, you think Gary Bettman gets booed badly every year whenever he, he, he awards the Stanley Cup? It's almost like a joking, tongue-in-cheek tradition now. Kevin Warren, if, he had, if he's in front of an audience of fans to award the Big Ten championship trophy or some random thing, is going to be booed viciously. Like, I'm not, I'm not advocating for this, but realistically speaking, he's going to have to have private security to be around Big Ten crowds at this point. Um, this is just such a gigantic mistake by the Big Ten. And the, they're only trying to make this worse by dragging this out. They never thought that they would see Notre Dame playing games. They never thought they'd see Pitt and Iowa playing games, all of which are in Big Ten states. And in the end, to them, the downside of not playing became worse than the upside of not playing. And whether that is the lawsuit that's been filed and they're, they're afraid of what's going to come out from that, whether it's their boards and the internal pressure from donors screaming at the top of their lungs, whether it's exhaustion from Ohio State, Nebraska, just not giving up, I don't know. But the Big Ten's presidents and chancellors, they've made their mind up. It's just finalizing this decision and announcing it. And there's more than a little part of me that thinks they were going to announce it yesterday, but they decided they didn't want the leak from the Nebraska president to be the way the story broke. I mean, they're, they're hard-headed and stubborn enough and control freaks enough that I could see that legitimately being the reason they didn't want to announce it yesterday. October 17th is four weeks from this Saturday. To say time is running out would be a vast understatement. They need to do this quickly. We talked about our prediction of what will happen. We think there will be football. We think it will start on October 17th in the Big Ten. But they need to do it soon. So I think we're going to – I am with you. I think we're going to hear a decision today. Now, I feel like I'm setting the listeners up for disappointment because we've been waiting around Tom Petty for, uh, for a long time for this decision. Like I said, seriously, every, people are waiting around thinking we were going to find out Sunday. And then that you know leaked into Monday, and here we are on Wednesday. But I do feel like we're going to find out today, maybe tomorrow at the latest. But today feels like the day, Bex. You know what? You were told by people a couple weeks ago that they the, that all the parents at Ohio State very clearly expected an answer. Not last Friday, but the Friday before, right? That didn't happen. And then we were told, oh, it's going to be Saturday, right? That's, they're, just, they're just, you know, making some final decisions. And then that didn't happen. And then this whole past week we've been told, it's, it's there, it's there, it's there, it's there, it's there, and it hasn't happened. It's Lucy pulling the football back from Charlie Brown every time he tries to kick the damn thing. So, yeah, I realistically speaking think it should be today, but I also realistically thinking, have, speaking have been thinking that it's going to be the last – 10 days, you know, like everybody on Twitter is kind of just posting memes with people standing around bored and refreshing computers because we're all just waiting for the announcement to finally drop. It's a foregone conclusion at this point. I just don't know why they're delaying as much as they are. Um, they're clearly trying to control the narrative like they've been trying to control everything from the start. They're a bunch of control freaks is the bottom line. 
I think we're going to get it today because they have to give it to us soon enough to meet that October 17th day. And Ohio State and Nebraska are going to turn the heat back up on them heavily if there is not um, an announcement soon. You started to see Ohio State starting to lose a couple guys to opting out. Well, today was the day that Sean Wade said he was the earliest he would consider signing with an agent, right? Like, Sean Wade's announcement to me in some ways was a, hey, get your act together or I'm leaving sort of deal to the Big Ten. And if the Big Ten's going to let us play football this year, they might as well let Ohio State try to win a national championship with a loaded roster. I think Sean Wade's still in the equation of being on the field. But these are the sort of things that are going to cause Ohio State behind the scenes to be losing their damn minds at the Big Ten to make this decision official. So I, I don't really know when we're going to get it. I hope it's today. But at this point, who knows? Because if they say that we're starting October 17, you have some schools that think we can do it in two weeks. You know what I mean? So they may to themselves not feel pressure. You know, I, I hope that there, there is some, I, I hope somebody else needs to file another lawsuit to get this decision out today. You know what I mean? Cause that's the only thing that's really for, forced the big 10 down this path. And I hope it's today. I'm just, I've been burned so many times by everybody's expectations, you know, the whole common sense thing that apparently isn't common at all, that I don't have any confidence in the Big Ten administrators to not screw up the way this gets announced, too. Like, we've already had that leak from Nebraska, right? And even they are expecting it by now. So some something dumb is going to happen before this comes back. You know, I don't know what it's going to be. Maybe they're fighting over where they have to wear a mask while playing football, which would be really stupid. I, I couldn't even fathom what they're doing at this point. But something else idiotic is going to happen before they officially announce it. Or they're going to try to put some sort of, um, you know, preconditions on it that everybody's going to have to fight off. And I'm sure that's been going on left and right behind the scenes, like a congressional bill. where, like, hey, let's pass a bill to fund schools. Cool. Hey, I need, uh, I need $35 million for my district for a bridge. And I need $24 million for a poetry festival in my district. And we're fighting off all the little requests. It kind of feels like that right now in the Big Ten. I feel like we should go full reverse psychology at this point and just say there's no way they're going to make a decision today. No possible way they will make a decision. And then you know that they would probably make a decision. This show will certainly not be outdated by the time it publishes because there's no way they'll make a decision this morning. Especially not this morning. That's right. We'll be doing another show. No one will ever hear this show if uh, they make the decision here in the next 15 minutes. But last Deal. thing. You, yeah, I'll, I'll take that deal. We'll, we'll uh, do another Bucknuts Morning 5 and put this one on the shelf if uh, good news breaks in the next 15 minutes. But last thing real quick, you touched on this. I want to ask you about Sean Wade. I found that very interesting that he's still at least kicking around the idea of returning to Ohio State. You know, Wyatt Davis, I, I don't think he has said much. There's been some talk that he might, might have already signed with an agent. We'll see about that. I thought both those guys were gone for sure, and I didn't, you know, didn't blame them. So that was encouraging that Sean Wade said that. Do you feel like – do you take him at his word? Do you feel like that's a viable option? Like if we find out today, season starts on October 17th, do you feel like the Buckeyes will have Sean Wade? Yes, I do. I very much think we'll have Sean Wade. Um, I, I think Sean Wade didn't – so he's not going to – put himself in a position where he's locked out of playing in a season when he came back intending to play in a fall football season, right? His dad has not been the most vocal to try to give him that chance to play just to have him the week of the decision sign with an agent. So 
I don't know if Wyatt Davis has or hasn't signed with an agent yet. There seems to be some nebulousness there. But Sean Wade has flat out said he hasn't yet. He's done interviews where he's like, yep, I made my declaration. I mean, I'd love to come back, but I've made my declaration. To me, it seems like a little bit of one of those, like, pretty transparent feints, but it is more pressure to get this decision made. I just, you know, his parents wanted him to go pro last year. His dad said that. He's like, we wanted him to go pro. We didn't see the point in him coming back. But at the end of the day, he wanted to come back to win a championship and become a really high pick. And honestly, for Sean Wade, waiting a couple days to get this decision finally in could be worth millions of dollars to him. Because if Sean Wade, if, it, if he had gone out last year, he would have gone maybe in Damon Arnett's spot, right? Maybe a little, maybe a little lower. I don't know, right? But most people thought he was a late first rounder. Well, he comes back and has a decent year, and all of a sudden he makes Jeff Okuda money. That's the difference of literally eight figures in terms of his first NFL contract. So Sean Wade's not, in my opinion, just like what in doubt follow the money, right? For Sean Wade, the money he might be cost himself by locking himself out of a season right when we're on the cusp of getting it back. Like it's not like Sean Wade made this decision three weeks ago, whenever we hadn't gone through 8,000 twists and turns to get ourselves to the point where a season was plausible. Sean Wade made this announcement literally when the, the public expectation, even from the big 10 trombones, like, like Nicole Auerbach and Pat Forty, who have been sitting here banging their drum not to have a season the whole time. They've been calling this a hissy fit when they just are, I don't know what their issue is. Even those people seem to think we're going to get a season now. So that would be the weirdest time in the world for Pat or for, for, for Sean, for Sean Wade to decide, no, I'm not playing. Right. It'd be the weirdest time in the world after all the work his dad's put in for him to pull out of the season. So I firmly believe if we get a football announcement today, tomorrow, Sean Wade's going to be a part of this Ohio state football team. And if Wyatt Davis hasn't signed with an agent yet, it wouldn't surprise me if he was part of this football team too. Great stuff, as always, from Matt Baxendale. Really appreciate it, Bax, and thank you to all listeners for tuning into the show. Keep it locked to Bucknuts. Hopefully we will have good news for you later today. Have a great day, Bucknutters. Bucknutters.